Welcome to the Bible Truth Podcast with Ron and Tim Reynolds, pastors and Bible teachers. Pastor Ron and Pastor Tim combined for more than 70 years of teaching and preaching God's Word. Listen now as they share the eternal truths of the Bible. Well, today we're looking at Proverbs chapter 8. Now, Proverbs chapter 8 seems to be the main theme is uh, is like a father speaking to his son uh, and telling him that he needs wisdom above all things. Um, I think it could be even said that it's the heavenly father speaking to his children, us that are the children of God by faith in Jesus Christ, that we should see the importance of godly wisdom uh, operating in our lives. So let's go with verse 1. Doth not wisdom cry, and understanding put forth her voice? She standeth in the top of the high places, by the way in the places of the paths. She crieth at the gates, at the entry of the city, at the at the coming in at the doors. <clears throat> now what we need to see here is that, <coughs> excuse me, that wisdom uh, wants our attention. Godly wisdom wants our attention. Uh, and uh, the Bible says here that she standeth in the high places uh, in the stands in the way of those that are going down a path. Uh, she cries at the gates. You know, you would think that uh, since wisdom, godly wisdom, wants our attention, there'd be more people that would uh, respond to the cry of godly wisdom to uh, each one of us that uh, are the children of God, that we would uh, seek it. You know, uh, the Bible says, if any man lack wisdom, let him or let her ask of God. Uh, And so wisdom is available. God's wisdom is available. It even wants our attention, cries out to us. Verse four, unto you, O men, I call, and my voice is to the sons of man. Now, the reason I think men are addressed here and the sons of man, uh, son of, uh, and the uh, sons of man, uh, is because that uh, it seems to me, now this is my opinion, that uh, men have a responsibility of leadership uh, in the home, uh, I think in other areas of life as well, but especially in the home, in the marriage, the man is responsible for the leadership. Uh, remember that the man symbolizes Christ uh, in the relationship between Christ and the church. The church symbolizes the wife, and uh, the man or the husband symbolizes um, uh, Jesus Christ. And uh, that's made plain in chapter 5 of the book of uh, Ephesians. So uh, I believe he addresses men here because it's men uh, need to take godly leadership, and in order to be good leaders in the home uh, or in whatever area of life it is, they need godly wisdom, all right? A husband definitely needs godly wisdom to make the right decisions for himself and his family. And then verse 5, O ye simple, understand wisdom, and ye fools, be ye of an understanding heart. Once again, uh, he is wanting the attention, wisdom is, godly wisdom is wanting the attention of those that are naive or gullible, the simple, and uh, those that do foolish things. Uh, he wants to help them. When I hate, say he or she, of course, 
uh, in uh, this passage of Scripture, uh, I believe you have both. And um, so it, it, it says here, she crieth in the gates, and then you seem to get the idea that, uh, that men are to receive the uh, wisdom that God wants them to have, and uh, that's what he says here in verse 5. He says, Here, for I will speak of excellent things. Now notice that wisdom seems to be personified here. Uh, first, it, wisdom is, uh, is revealed as a, a, in a feminine gender, and we've already addressed that. And now, when the Bible says in verse 6 of Proverbs 8, here, for I will speak of excellent things. Now, is this God speaking or is this wisdom? Well, God and wisdom are all the are, are the one and the same. All right, Christ and wisdom is one and the same, according to First Corinthians chapter one and verse thirty. He is made into us wisdom, and if He's made into us wisdom, that means He is wisdom. Now, I know this is hard for the uh, natural mind. Uh, to to understand, but it's a Bible truth. The wisdom, though it be a characteristic, is also uh, something that is part of God's nature. And here, when it says, uh, "Here, for I will speak of excellent things," who's who's speaking? God or wisdom? Well, one and the same. And the opening of my lips shall be right things. Now, wisdom uh, personified is Jesus Christ. Uh, the Bible says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Uh, and so when you see Christ, you see God, because Christ said, I and, the, I and the Father are one. And so both Christ and God are also wisdom, okay? And here he's talking about the importance of God's word. Here, for I will speak excellent things. Well, and the opening of my lips shall be right things. Only God can do that. Uh, I think it's saying here, that here's my word. My word is truth, my word is right, uh, and I speak the right things, and you ought to pay attention. You ought to accept it. Verse 7, for my mouth shall speak truth, and wickedness is an abomination to my lips. Well, this has got to be the Lord speaking. Uh, and remember, the Bible says that Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So this is the Lord speaking here. Verse 8, all the words of my mouth are in righteousness. That can only be said of, of God or of Christ. There is nothing forward or deceitful or perverse in them. Again, the word of God is pure, the Bible says. Uh, the word of God can be depended on. It's not deceitful. It doesn't uh, contradict itself. It's always God's word is truth, always truth. Verse 9. They are all plain to him that understandeth, and right to them that find knowledge. So people that understands and, and, find, and, and finds knowledge will know that God's word is truth. Okay? Um, God is truth. And uh, you can't divorce uh, God from truth. And now then, verse 10 says, receive my instruction. Again, I think this is God speaking in regards to his word. And not silver and knowledge rather than choice gold. Uh, for wisdom is better than rubies. Now, wait a minute. Uh, is it talking about God or wisdom? We're talking about one and the same. 
for wisdom is better than rubies, and all things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. So there's no earthly uh, money, material things that can be compared to wisdom or to God or to Christ, because they're all the same. All right. Wisdom comes from God. God is wisdom. Same thing with Christ. Christ is God and Christ is wisdom. Verse 12. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence. Now, uh, when you look in the dictionary, it seems that wisdom and prudence are the same thing, but I, I don't think so. I think they must be uh, different or the Holy Spirit would not make uh, the separation between the two. It says, I, wisdom, dwell with prudence. I think uh, prudence uh, is... Uh, is discernment, uh, wisdom, and the discernment to make the right choices. Uh, I think that's what it's saying. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence, our discernment, and find out knowledge of witty inventions. Uh, well, uh, it seems to be that uh, if you want to find out what is foolish and uh, the witty inventions of men, um, you'll find that wisdom and prudence uh, is the only way to know what the uh, intentions and uh, the schemes of men uh, or women are. And uh, so he says, uh, I, wisdom, dwell with prudence or discernment and find out knowledge of witty inventions. Uh, that's just speaking of any kind of schemes that men come up with or women come up with. You can know them by knowing wisdom and discernment or prudence. Verse 13, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Now here again, we are seeing that there's some things God hates. And the person that fears the Lord, and I think we've dwelt on that, so we should have an understanding what it means to fear God, fear his authority, to actually fear him. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. So if God hates evil, you ought to hate evil. Pride, you ought to hate pride. Arrogancy, you, I ought to hate arrogancy, and the evil way. So if you have the fear of God in you, you will hate these things, and the froward or the deceitful mouth do I hate. Again, it's personified. Uh, wisdom is personified, and I think it's speaking of Christ. Christ hates all these things, and if we are under the authority of Christ and fear the Lord, we'll hate these things as well, because these things are all against uh, the righteousness of God. Verse 14, counsel is mine sound and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. Again, notice I, I, I. And uh, then when you get to verse 15, by me, so I and me, these pronouns personify wisdom and prudence, uh, and uh, they are found in the person of Jesus Christ. By me, kings reign and princes decree justice. By me, princes are uh, speaking of leaders in government, uh, whether it be leaders uh, in the judicial uh, or leaders um, in uh, the executive uh, or, or what, whatever has to do with government, government leaders, uh, it says, by me. Now, what does that mean, by me, princes rule, and nobles, even the judges of the earth? Well, it means this. 
number one, it means that the Lord has authority over all the leaders of the world, uh, whether they be presidents, prime ministers, or whatever. Uh, we know that because of the book of uh, Proverbs, chapter 21, verse 1, the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. All right? God, God has that kind of power. As the rivers of water, he, the Lord, turneth it, the heart of the world leader or national leader, turneth it whithersoever he will. So a world leader may be wicked and think he's uh, doing these things, uh, these choices that he makes uh, because uh, he's come up with these ideas. Uh, and, and I'm not uh, certainly not saying that God is the author of evil here, but I'm saying that God even controls evil leaders. But he has a reason for doing that, and uh, in, the, uh, in the end, God will be glorified. God can use evil to bring about good, is what I'm saying. Matter of fact, God used the evil nations of Assyria and Babylon to overthrow Israel, the nation he loved, because the end purpose uh, was to glorify God, and in the end, Israel will be will be uh, at least redeemed Israel, will be glorified. So basically God's in power and rulers, uh, uh, when they make decisions, uh, they make it by wisdom. Now, the truth of it is many times they use worldly wisdom rather than godly wisdom. But um, again, it's, it, when it's what it personifies uh, and uses the pronouns me, by me kings reign, princes decree justice, by me princes are leaders rule and nobles and all the judges of the earth. Uh, it's speaking of the Lord, but also of wisdom. I love them that love me. And those that seek me early shall find me. Well, I think that is true in regards to the Lord are in regards to the Lord's wisdom, godly wisdom. Verse 18, riches and honor are with me. Yea, durable riches. Durable. Notice it says durable, long-lasting riches. So we know we're not talking here about silver and gold. We're not talking about material things, material riches. We're talking about spiritual riches. Uh, riches and honor are with me. Yea, durable riches and righteousness. So they're with wisdom. But they're, uh, of course, wisdom personified is Jesus Christ. My fruit is better than gold. Now, the imagery we have here is that wisdom, or the Lord, uh, is like a tree, a fruit tree that produces good fruit. All right? He says, my fruit uh, is better than gold. What I produce, what wisdom produces, what the Lord produces is better than any uh, earthly treasure. Uh, than gold, yea, than fine gold, my revenue than choice silver. In other words, he's saying, if you buy into me, if you trust me, the Lord says, uh, and this is what wisdom says as well, if you seek godly wisdom, you're going to have much more uh, riches, not in material riches, but you're going to be blessed much more than if you focused your attention on earthly silver and gold. Verse 20, I lead in the way of righteousness in the midst of the paths of judgment. Well, this has got to be speaking of the Lord. 
But again, the Lord and wisdom are synonymous. Verse 21. Uh, we got to put verse 20 and 21 together. I lead in the way of righteousness in the midst of the paths of judgment that I may cause those that love me to inherit substance and I will fill their treasures. Again, it's not promising that you're going to get rich uh, if you uh, trust the Lord, but it does it does mean that you are going to be rich spiritually if you trust the Lord. As a matter of fact, the Lord himself said, lay not up treasures here on earth, but rather lay up treasures in heaven uh, where there's no rust and no decay. And so we're, we're speaking here in the spiritual sense. When you seek godly wisdom and you seek the Lord, uh, then you will receive the blessings of God that are everlasting. That's the point. Not uh, earthly, temporary blessings, but eternal blessings. All right, I'm going to stop right there, and we'll pick up the narrative um, in uh, verse 22 in our next session. You've been listening to the Bible Truth Podcast with your host pastors, Tim and Ron Reynolds. They can be contacted on the Mount Vernon Baptist Temple Facebook page, or you may send Pastor Tim an email to T-I-M-R-E-Y-1 at Hotmail.com. Or if you prefer, mail correspondence to Bible Truth Podcast, 817 Woodland Drive, Mount Vernon, Illinois, 62864. Again, that's Bible Truth Podcast, 817 Woodland Drive, Mount Vernon, Illinois 62864. Thank you for listening.